Road trips required a couple of things. A well-balanced diet of caffeine, salt, and sugar, and an excellent selection of tunes. Oh, and directions. People having babies and getting married, and I'm like, where am I road tripping to next? <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 377, oh, 378 <laughs> of Under the Call of MS. This is a comics and MS health episode, whatever. Uh, standard Tuesday episode. We got a little pile of comics. Some of which I got from the oh, yeah crew when I placed an order for, through Art Baltazar to get my uh, Abraham Linkage comic. And then a few comics that I picked up a couple days ago at the Cowabunga Con, a small comic convention, Comic Con, in a town close to me. And we're going to start this out with the Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Comics number five and number six. For every action, there is a reaction is number five's cover tagline. Where a bunch of stuff happens in Skokie, Illinois. When the reaction cat shows up and causes a bunch of problems. And starts doing the exact opposite of everything that Action Cat does. Reaction Cat has to do the opposite of. And you see what happens as they play around and battle back and forth. And what's going to happen with it. You get a little story called The Ring of Ultimate Evil. That happens to have the crab character. Which I'm not thinking of what his name is at the moment. But uh. Yeah, he wants to, he's trying to find this special ring so he can mess with Action Cat and Adventure Bug. Now we see uh, another story that's going into the peace conferences. And along the way, the president and the rest of his crew gets taken prisoner. By, uh, um, should write all these. There's too many of these cats down here, but I believe this is Lefty or Southpaws. Lefty <laughs> Southpaws that's causing all this trouble, trouble with the president and all his uh people. And then, of course, you get little posters and extras in here, little cool little artwork pages and stuff throughout which is awesome you just want to rip them out and put them up but that would be bad for your comic then there's a action cat and adventure bug story about meet the jaywalker which you can imagine it's a story about jaywalking and some things happen and then they go back to part two of the Equal and opposite storyline 
Yeah, we get some more of that action going on and get to see how they end their little quarrel. There's a little zombie cat. Uh, one page thing in the back, and then there's also a thing meet a fan character that likes to cosplay in the back cover and then of course the back back cover always has some awesome artwork on it too so i love it this one's got a little batman style parody <laughs> with a bunch of the characters if you know back in the batman 66 when they Batman and Robin walked up the side of the building, but in reality, they are just filming it. Them walking normal across the thing, holding the rope, and then you just turn the camera sideways. And looks like they're climbing up the side of the building. <laughs> uh, fun little parody there. Then we got oh yeah, Comics number six, where we get an interesting little thing happens with a meteor it's called virtually gimme fever is the storyline on this one but a meteor crashes to the earth and action cat and adventure bug shelly which they spell it wrong they don't have it ey they have s-h-e-l-l-y so my wife says that's wrong because you always spell her name shelly you got ey in the end. <laughs> so she's going to have to give Art some shit about that. Because next weekend we're going to see Art Baltazar at the Milwaukee Comic Convention. Which is going to be fun. Already got our tickets for that. That came up quick. But yeah, we get to see Action Cat and Adventure Bug and Brother Bears working at store. I mean, as their normal characters. <laughs> Not as their superhero characters. But while they're doing that, you're seeing some things happen, and we get a giant furry beast that happens to attack the city, and there's a awesome bear has a quick little short story in here called Mistaken Identity, and then the Fixing Good story has the big furry beast character ripping up the city and trashing things, and and get to see what the crew does along the way there. Of course, you still get the fun art, extra artwork and all that stuff in here. And then there's, they go back. They got A Day in the Life of Evil Cat. A little story for that. And then The Fastest Bear Alive, where there's some bank robbing, robbing going on with by the polar polar bear on his polar cycle and awesome bear chases him on a skateboard through the city and you see what happens and then we go back to the original storyline and get back to the meteor happenings with virtually gimme fever part two and we get a character, a slug character named Steve, we get introduced to, but I thought another character in the, oh yeah, comics line happened to 
come from a meteor too, so I'm gonna have to re reintroduce myself to that. And then of course another zombie comic, single page comic in the back. And then we get a Dark Knight style parody picture on the back cover of this one. I feel like it would be kind of like a Dark Knight image. But some type of Batman style image, I'm sure. That it was parodying. But yeah, that was a lot of fun, of course. Uh, of course, I bought those right from the Art Baltazar website. You'll get your comics from him and they'll be signed. And, which I will donate mine to some children in the future and get someone in their, new into reading along the way. And then I picked up a few things at the Cowabunga Con. Tyree Pope, uh, the guys that did Fair Fight comics, the ones I talked about a while back. They have the Fair Fight comics and trade paperback for them now. So I'm going to order that hopefully today if I can still get my hands on it. They had a limited amount of them, and I know they were selling pretty quick, so. Hopefully I'll be able to get one of those today. But while I was at the con and seen them, they uh, had two two books I didn't know about. So I'm like, yeah, I'll take them, definitely. And the first one is The Other Side. This is, uh, let's see, do they have, it's created by Tyree Pope III, and Katie Hannon, written by Tyree Pope III, and illustrated by Innovative Pixels Art. And it's got Fair Fight True on the front, Born Ready, and the inside front cover. And when I write, read this story, it almost had the feel like it was a Kind of had a little fair fight crossover to it. Uh, I could be wrong, but I felt like there was a little crossover towards the end of this one. Uh, meeting a character in here and stuff. But I could be wrong. But that's just the way I took it. I like when artists and writers kind of collaborate all their stories somehow make them link together that's always a nice little bonus but in here we get a crew of characters that are weed cultivists <laughs> and they get they're growing some pretty powerful weed strain playing around with some different strains because they live in a world where uh, characters are becoming zombified. We find later on why they're becoming zombified. But we find out also that this weed, that this weed strain that they're producing or trying to make, can, is one that kind of cures the zombie virus. It's like the 
get a zombie character stoned and they'll be all right for a couple hours and then even or, and then eventually go back to their zombie form again or or they might be cured and, and you guys read the story to see what happens along the the whole thing, but I, I really enjoyed the way this one went. I feel like they pushed it in the end to end it in one storyline. I think this would have been fun as a four-issue comic. I think they could have definitely... I could see a lot of stuff they could have went with this story further, and it would have just been a blast. Uh, who knows? Maybe the story is going to go on in the future. We're going to get more from it. Uh, it's hard for me to tell. I didn't talk to Tyree about these two comics I picked up. This is just the first one that I read. I didn't ask him about them. I'm going to, if I see him at the Milwaukee Comic Convention, and this coming weekend, then I'm going to talk to them a little bit more about it and see what their plans are, if it's going to go any further. I really hope so. I, I, and I don't see anywhere in this book where there's a publishing date when this comic came out. So I can't, can't give an estimate of whether or not there's going to be more or not on here. Uh, but yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I love the cover artwork. I uh, really want more from this story. I'm hoping we can get more. Sadly, I got this, the one that I bought, it's all messed up, but Sadly, all scuffed and destroyed on the back and cover and stuff. But it was awesome. I I like I like what they're doing. I just really hope that some of the characters do cross over all into the fair fight world. But I could be wrong, and that's why I'd like more of it to see further where it goes. Uh. And then I picked up Police Academy, the comic book number two, three, and four. I was the covers weren't clicking. One cover did, but the other two didn't. And then I come home and find out I do have number two and three. I did talk about those in the past with the gang and Mahoney and how they're dealing with things with the Lassard and his goofiness and all that stuff, but. Yeah, it's fun watching the Police Academy crew, seeing what they do. But the fourth one, I did not have. So at least I was happy that one of them was brand new. Uh, I got them cheap enough. It didn't matter that I had to pick them all up. But you'll get a variety of little stories in here, including uh, the main story, which is Awesome Terror of, which is... Uh, Lassard dealing with some 
well, baby boomer of the story. Main storyline is the return of baby boomer. This character at Lassard put in jail that likes to blow things up and he's coming after Lassard now that he's out of jail. And you get to see what Mahoney and the crew do to help Lassard out and keep him safe. It's a fun storyline to follow. Uh, well, not storyline, but fun story to, to read and follow. It's always, these all have nice little short well, you get your full story and then little bonuses, extra little bonuses throughout here, uh, including an advertisement for Mr. Bubbles <laughs> that has a little comic story with it. You got Jonesy's Day Off. You get to see what happens when Jonesy tries to tr take a break. That uh, was a fun little... Story, seeing him use his vocal powers. You also get your police blotter in the back with a bunch of comments from characters and stuff. and Little Chips Ahoy, little maze that you can go through a Lucky Charms puzzle in the back and stuff. Just, yeah, they're a lot of fun. I was happy to come across them. I just Wish that I would have had my CLZ list printed out so I could keep track of what I do and don't have. <clears throat> then the last one, another one from Tyree Pope, the third, and the gang that did Fair Fight. This one's called Waves. This is an excellent depiction of slave ships back in the day. Uh, I really like this story. That it's depressing, of course, as all slavery is. But it was a enjoyable vision of a depiction of a story of a shittier time. But I can't really say a shittier time because to this day we still have worthless. Assholes, pieces of shit that are still doing human trafficking and slavery to this day. Uh, why this is still going on is beyond me. Why there's still all kinds of people and races that think they're better than everybody else. And I don't think this day and age you can say races that thinking they're better than anybody else, I think you can just say people, because we have come a long way, but there's still a lot of idiots out there that don't need to waste the air on this earth, but yeah, if you want a interesting depiction of slave ships and the crap that was brought upon some people in the past and still brought upon some people to this day. Uh, check out Waves by Tyree Pope Productions and the Fair Fight crew. You can find uh, stuff for Fair Fight and Tyree through a 
Facebook. And I believe that's where I am getting my, will be ordering my trade paper book from is right off his Facebook sites. The Fair Fight stuff page. But, uh, yeah, this was a great story. I, I really, both these comics, <laughs> I really enjoyed. I, and both of them, I wish there was more. I wish, I mean, this was great being used as a start. Dang it, this one's all messed up too. How come all my comics get all messed up? I don't like my comics being damaged, damn it. I take pride in my stuff, and of course, all the ones I get are damaged. But, but yeah, I this I don't really need the story to go further. This gives you the gist of everything right in it, but I would, I'd like to know what happened to these characters. Uh, I could see this character turning into a fun, uh, badass superhero character and going around changing things around the world for the better. But yeah, that was waves from TP three productions. And that was, and I'll have a few more comics coming up probably on Thursday to talk about that I picked up at that convention. But I didn't go crazy this time. I only spent about 40 bucks this time, whereas last time I bought a bunch of stuff. But I also, it got to the point where it's a pain in the ass sometimes. It's like this next convention coming up next weekend. I uh, pre-ordered tickets so we can actually go into the show a half hour early. And that way I can actually get started on the comics, looking at them. But it's like once people start coming in, anybody that has boxes of comics, they have them tight box to box to box. So you get about three box widths per person for standing room as they're fingering through them. And you're like, I want to look, I want to look, but you can't get in anywhere to look through any of the comics. And as soon as you do, it feels like you're getting shoved down the lines. People are just coming up on you all pushy and stuff. And so we'll see how it goes. And I could see me snapping one of these days. <laughs> it's like trying to find a spot to stick my stupid cane and, I thought about taking a foldable walker next weekend, but no, I'm not going to do that. There's no room for any extra equipment to get through. I just got to, there was one guy yesterday that was driving around in a motorized cart and just kept kind of like chasing after me, following me. And it's like, dude, I got enough problems getting around people. I don't need to try and move out of the way constantly for you to get through with your cart. When I move out of the way, someone takes my spot. It's like, go a different direction or actually stand up and walk if you can. Because that's good for your body. And you can have the cart, but you don't. Going down a narrow aisle way and kind of like pushing people along, that's kind of rude. I mean, it's. 
I get if they got a disability and you got problems getting around, I deal with it every day of my life. But uh, I try to be as civilized with it as possible, too, thinking about others. So, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. I was glad to see the TP3 production crew and see that they had a couple other other things for me to read. Uh, that makes me really happy. And I really hope to get more stuff from them in the future. I hope they keep up the good work. Keep doing what they've been doing. Uh, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it for that stuff. I guess we could throw a well, we could do I could make this one easy for you guys. I'll give you the questions now and I'll give them to you at the beginning of the next segment. What system supports the use of twin pod cloud cars? Remember, these are Star Wars questions. What system supports the use of twin pod cloud cars? And then what part of C-3PO's dismembered body did Chewbacca start attaching first in Cloud City? What part of C-3PO's dismembered body did Chewbacca start attaching first in Cloud City? Then the final question. What actor played Wedge Antilles? What actor played Wedge Antilles? I'm terrible with actors and actresses. But I will give you the answers to that right after this. Let's see. Let's let's see what we got for a weird fact. Let's see if we got anything good here. A narrow escape. One day, Andrew Jackson, Jackson, the 7th President of the United States, was out for a walk. Suddenly, a man standing six feet away pulled a gun, aimed it at the President, and pulled the trigger. The gun didn't go off. Ah, we did this one already. Yeah. Yeah, we did that one. We're not going to... We know the outcome of that one. So large, larger, largest. Some earthworms in southwestern or southeastern Australia can grow to be 12 feet long. People who walk near these huge worms can hear them making sucking and gurgling noises as they burrow through the ground. A full-grown kangaroo is often 120 times. Oh, okay, that was a pretty big earthworm. Especially 12-foot-long earthworms. I've never seen these things. I don't really believe that. But, yeah, sound like tremors going through the ground. Big tremor snakes. A full-grown kangaroo is often 120 times larger than it was at birth. If a seven-pound human baby grew 120 times as big, 
when full grown, it would end up weighing 840 pounds. Well, yeah, dumbasses, but a sperm cell <laughs> is what the baby starts from. And it grows way more than 120 times from its original size to become a child. I mean, you can't compare it that way. I suppose, yeah, I guess it is at birth. So, yeah, I guess you got to compare it that way. I don't know. All right. The last one. The largest flowers in the world are called Rafflesia arnoldi. They grow in the jungles of Southeast Asia. Each flower has five petals, which are one foot long and one inch thick. One flower weighs about 15 pounds. I'm curious because there's that one, like, blood flower or whatever, that real giant stinky flower that grows once in a great while, and I'm curious if that's bigger than this one. Who knows? But, yeah, that's it. We'll end this here, and we'll get back to you with a health portion segment right after this. Alright, we're back to the goodies. I got Mr. Let Me Kill Mice around me. <clears throat> got a little raspy throat to go right off the bat, so I'm going to take a swig of water. Take one if you got one. So good. Too many different voices yesterday on the Mad Manipod episode. Got me all raspy. All right, I suppose you're dying. Find out. See if Lemmy will help me read these questions again. Find out the answers to your little Star Wars questions. Yeah, what system supports the use of twin pod cloud cars? Is it Bespin? Bespin? Yeah, hey, I was right. Yep, Bespin. Figured the one where they had little races. What part of C-3PO's dismembered body did Chewbacca start attaching first in Cloud City? Oh. I want to say the head. Yeah, because he was working on the head, got it backwards and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure it was the head. Yep, that's right. Man, what actor played Wedge Antilles? I could not tell you. I'm not sure. Dennis Lawson, which I don't know that name. <laughs> so I would have been wrong anyways. This cat would just quit flip-flopping back and forth. He's going to get thrown off me pretty soon. He's on my shit list for waking me up at 1, 1 2 in the morning lately. It's been terrible. It's like, yeah, I want to sit up for three freaking hours before I feed you. It's raining out. Doesn't want out, but he keeps pawing at the door at two in the morning. So finally, yeah, screw it. You got your ass thrown out. Well, I didn't throw you out. You actually walked out the door. And I just left you out there for a while, didn't I? Let you re-realize what it's like to live outside in that shitty weather for a while. 
If you don't listen to me when I tell you, you don't want to go out there. And he's constantly pawing at the door. I want to go out. I know what I want. I'm smarter than you stupid humans. Humans. <laughs> yeah. So he's on my shit list right now, aren't you? Yeah. On my shit list. Those are your three answers for your Star Wars questions. I got two out of three. Not too bad. It's about my average anyways. So. Got more of those in the future. Lots more. All right. Let's see here. What are we going to talk about health-wise? Multiple sclerosis and memory loss. Let's see. Multiple sclerosis. MS can cause cognitive symptoms, including memory loss. MS-related memory loss tends to be fairly mild and manageable. In some cases, it can be more severe. Uh... See it. MS is a chronic inflammatory condition that damages the protective sheath, the myelin around the nerve fibers. It can also damage the nerve fibers themselves. They're the nerves themselves. Uh, when myelin and nerves in your central nervous system are damaged, lesions develop. These lesions disrupt the movement of neural signals, which can cause physical and cognitive symptoms. Uh, let's see. If lesions develop on parts of the brain that process memories, it can lead to memory loss. Memory loss is one of the most common cognitive changes in people with MS. I don't know about that. I can see it being up there, but I, I think cognitive disruption is the main thing. Just when you're trying to think of something, you're Constantly losing everything that you were going to talk about and stuff like that. Struggling to come up with things. and I think that's more common than just the overall memory loss. But I guess that is a form of memory loss. Brain lesions can also affect other cognitive functions such as attention, concentration, and ability to process information. Cat, you got hair flying everywhere. You need to get shaved or something. <laughs> MS can affect different aspects of your physical and mental health, as well as your lifestyle habits. In turn, this may indirectly have an effect on your memory. Many people with MS have difficulty sleeping. Poor sleep quality and fatigue may contribute to memory loss, as well as other cognitive issues. <laughs> Uh, MS also raises your risk of anxiety and depression. In turn, symptoms of anxiety and depression have been linked to higher rates of memory problems in people with MS. More research is needed, of course, with everything. So, always check with your doctor and see if there's anything they can do. Like some type of medication that they can put you on or ther therapy-wise that they can put you on and help you out with your cognitive issues and how you're dealing with them. 
It's always good to check with your doctor and your, your PCP and your neurologist would be the first ones. And then they can always refer you to something else along the way. My cat is just like, okay, you're talking. I'm going to constantly push against you until you shut up. <laughs> it doesn't like being left out of the attention part of it. Many DMTs, disease-modifying therapies, or DMDs, disease-modifying drugs, have been developed to slow the progression of MS. By preventing the growth of brain lesions, DMTs may help prevent or delay memory loss. However, more research is needed to learn how they, they affect the memory. And it's like by the time we're on a DMD or DMT, we're usually have the cognitive issues already and you can't get them back. Once they're in effect, they're in effect and you can't do nothing about it. All the drugs do is prevent future stuff so once you're dealing with the shit it's a little too late in my opinion other medications are used to treat symptoms of ms those medications are known as symptomatic drugs some of those used for other types of memory problems might have a positive effect on memory or other cognitive functions uh, and of course they can cause negative well, certain medications, period, can cause negative side effects related to memory. So, got to take those into consideration also. But the cat finally jumped off me. Uh, some signs that you might be experiencing memory loss. If you frequently have trouble remembering recent events or conversations, you forget where you put your car keys, phone, or wallet, you forget to take your medication, or complete other daily tasks, you forget where you're going when you're driving or walking, you have difficulty finding the right words for everyday objects, and having this podcast has helped me so much cognitively. Cognitive wise, oh, I got a hiccup attack happening here. Hiccup, burps, whatever the hell you want to call them. But the more I talk, the more they fill my throat. Uh, MS is more likely to affect your short term memory rather than long term memory, although it can get worse over time, and total memory loss is, is there, but it's rare. In some cases, your memory loss might be subtle. One of your family members might notice it before you do. It's like a lot of times with my memory loss issues, I'll be talking at it by some people, talking, doing things. And then on my way home, I'm like, ah, shit, I never finished this, this, this. I never made my point, but no one pointed that out to me, so... I'm like, okay, I probably looked really stupid talking about something and never coming to what I was the point I was trying to get to. So yeah, that's annoying. Uh, if you experience 
changes in your memory, make an appointment with your doctor to assess your memory. They might use available screening tools. They might also refer you to a specialist for comprehensive testing. To identify the potential causes of memory loss, they will likely ask you questions about your lifestyle and medical history. They might order imaging tests to check for lesions on your brain. They might order other tests to check for nutritional deficiencies or other potential causes of memory loss. Uh, to limit memory loss, they recommend memory exercises or other cognitive rehabilitation strategies. Changes to your sleep schedule, exercise routine, or other lifestyle habits. Changes to your medication or supplement regimen. New or different treatments. You can also use a variety of memory tools and techniques to cope with memory loss in your daily life. Uh, might be helpful to use a calendar to keep track of important appointments and other commitments. Uh, set your smartphone alerts or put up post-it notes to, re to remind yourself to take medications, attend medical appointments, or complete other tasks. Carry a notebook with you or use a smartphone app to record important thoughts that you want to remember later. Uh, basically, MS can potentially affect your memory in direct and indirect ways. If you've noticed changes in your memory, make an appointment with your doctor. They can help you identify causes and ways you can deal with it. Just go over it with them, talk it out, see what how they can benefit you. Uh, let's see some... Some nutritional myths. Calories in, calories out is all that matters when it comes to weight loss. <laughs> the calories in, calories out theory doesn't account for several variables that may prevent someone from losing weight. Many factors such as genetics, medical conditions, and metabolic ad adaptations make weight loss much harder for some. So get off our backs. Many high-fat foods are extremely nutritious and can help you maintain a healthy weight. So when they say high-fat foods are unhealthy, that's not true. Uh, eating breakfast is not necessary for everyone. Health benefits are associated with both eating breakfast and skipping it, which we're finding right now that uh, intermittent fasting is a big benefit uh, energy-wise, brain-wise, everything. Just I like it. Everybody I know that does it feels better on it, and I'm just sticking with it. I'm doing at least the six-hour eating period, but I'm also pushing my way to do some uh, multiple day runs and stuff like that. Eating frequent meals throughout the day is not the best way to promote weight loss. Research shows that a regular meal pattern may be the best for your health and get your body on a regular routine that it understands and then work out around it and all that stuff. Keep active. 
And even if you're not active, at least get up and move around every 20 minutes, if possible. Non-nutritive sweeteners may lead to adverse health outcomes, such as increased risk of type 2 diabetes and negative changes to gut bacteria. I mean, some of these sweeteners are so freaking nasty. I don't know how they're supposed to replace something else because they taste like shit. Uh, just leave that nasty aftertaste in your mouth. And ugh. Although tweaking macro ratios can be helpful in some ways, the most important way to promote overall health is to follow a diet rich in whole, unprocessed foods, regardless of the macro ratio. White potatoes are, nutri- are a nutritious carb choice. Just be sure to enjoy them in more healthful ways such as roasted, not baked, or French fried. (laughs) Low-fat and diet foods are typically high in sugar and salt. Unaltered, higher-fat alternatives are often a healthier choice. Supplements are useful and often necessary in many populations. The use of common medications, age, and certain medical conditions are just some of the reasons why supplements may be needed for some people. And don't just take supplements because they are good for some certain point of a person's life for some reason. Because a lot of times your medical condition can have your body balances off in a different direction and you could be over benefiting from certain things. So you might not need the extra uh supplements when you think you do so get your numbers get your blood test on and just look them over once a year have your overall health test on and make sure they do your vitamin d's and all that then just compare them and see where you're at to what medications you're taking and see if you need to change some stuff up it's better better for you than hurting you Uh, Very low-calorie diets lead to metabolic adaptations that make long-term weight maintenance difficult. And it burns you out. You get sick of those diets. And it's better to get on something that's a lifelong change than just crash diets and stuff like that. They're going to hurt you in the long run. You're going to end up going off them. And then you gain more weight back than what you started with. And it gets worse and worse every time. And... Next thing you know, you maxing out at five, six hundred pounds, and you're like, oh, "Where did this happen? Well, how did this happen?" Though obesity increases your risk of disease, you don't have to be skinny to be healthy. Rather, maintain a healthy body weight and body fat percentage by consuming a nutritious diet, and maintaining an active lifestyle is most important. I always thought those numbers on height and weight were so stupid because. People are different, and their bodies accept things differently. You can't expect everybody that's four foot five to have the same body weight and results throughout all the different cultures and stuff. Uh, although medical professionals commonly prescribe calcium supplements, current research shows that these supplements may do more harm than good. Like I said earlier, watch your supplementation. Fiber supplements should not be used as a replacement for nutritious high-fiber foods. 
Many store-bought juices and smoothies are packed with added sugars and calories. You don't want concentrated stuff. You want to look, read those labels, look at stuff, get the natural, more better for you. And nowadays, it might be worth going to a, to a smoothie-style place that makes the healthy drinks that aren't, aren't packed with extra sugars and stuff and you can get them freshly made right in front of you with all fresh fruits and vegetables and cost you like five bucks a drink or you can go to a store buy 50 bucks worth of fruits and vegetables and end up throwing three quarters of the product away just from roots and seeds and all that and then rottage whereas if you go to the juice bars you got stuff right there fresh every day and you're getting fresher products than you're going to have at home most of the time current research suggests that probiotic supplements may not benefit everyone and should not be prescribed as a one-size-fits-all supplement i agree you should check and see where your gut biomes are at weight loss is difficult for most people and requires consistency self-love, hard work, and patience. Many factors may influence how easy it is for you to lose weight. Although tracking calories may help some people lose weight, it's not necessary for everyone and may lead to disordered eating tendencies. I don't like following all those different calorie-restricted diets. High cholesterol foods like eggs and full-fat yogurt are highly nutritious. Just make sure you're not getting the crappy yogurts. They're mostly sugar. Get yourself a good, healthy, full-fat Greek yogurt or something like that. Although genetic factors make some people more sensitive to dietary cholesterol, for most people, high cholesterol foods can be included as part of a healthy diet. Eating disorders affect both men and women. However, eating disorders present differently in men than women, highlighting the need for eating disorder treatments that are better adapted to the male population. Including healthy carb choices in your diet won't make you gain weight. However, following unhealthy eating patterns and overindulging in carb-rich sugary foods will lead to weight gain. But basically, the nutrition world is rife with misinformation, leading to public confusion, mistrust of healthful, of health professionals, and poor dietary choices. And there's so much crap out there in society. It's one of the biggest money makers out there. And it's just a bunch of people trying to make a buck, and they don't give a shit in the long run what's happening to a lot of people. This, coupled with the fact that nutrition science is constantly changing, makes it no wonder that most people have a warped view of what constitutes a healthy diet. All these, Although these nutrition myths are likely here to stay, educating yourself by separating fact from fiction when it comes to nutrition can help you feel more empowered to develop a nutritious and sustainable dietary pattern. That works for your individual needs and discuss it with your doctor. Check it over. Make sure they agree with what you're doing and think it's okay for your system. And it's not doing any damage to you. But. All right. 
I got a little time yet. Uh, cottage cheese is soft, white, and creamy. It's considered a fresh cheese, so it does not undergo an aging or ripening process to develop flavor. As a result, it has a very mild flavor compared with aged cheeses. It is made from the curds of various levels of pasteurized cow's milk, including non-fat, reduced fat, or regular milk. It's basically cottage cheese is a soft white cheese with a mild flavor. It's a fresh cheese offered with different milk fat levels and curd sizes. I love cottage cheese. <clears throat> you can use it for lasagnas. You can use it for baking. You can use it for on your salads. You can use it just as a snack. It's just I mean, one cup, 226 grams. has lots of benefits in it. I mean, cottage cheese is, is an excellent source of protein and contains relatively few calories. It's also packed with many nutrients, such as B vitamins, calcium, phosphorus, and selenium. It's made by adding an acid to milk, which causes the milk to curdle. Then the curd is drained and crumbled to make the final product. And they have different levels, so you get the different size curds and stuff like that. So it's good to find one that you enjoy and you can stick with. And we get the big tub of, ah, shit, I can't think of the brand that we use. Mm-hmm. Damn it, I'll have to look, look at it and come back with you on that. But yeah, I'm, we're fussy. We like the light blue label not the really light blue it's the baby blue but uh cottage cheese is high in protein and calcium both of which have been associated with weight loss cottage cheese is packed with casein protein casein is slowly absorbed and promotes muscle gain and helps prevent muscle breakdown which i need because my body is just deteriorating Cottage cheese can help reduce the risk of developing insulin resistance and heart disease. It can also help improve bone health and provide antioxidant protection. <clears throat> so I haven't had it in a while, and now I want to go get some cottage cheese. Uh, some weird ways and creative ways that people eat cottage cheese. They mix it into the batter as a substitute for milk in their pancakes or waffle, which I've never tried, but now I want to. They add it to their favorite salads for extra protein. Mix it with fruits like berries, sliced bananas, peach slices, mandarin wedges, and melon chunks. My wife likes it with pineapple. I think that's just so disgusting. <laughs> Everybody has a different taste. You can top it with granola and drizzle it with honey, which I've seen but never tried. And it might be all right. It works well as a sour cream substitute. Uh, mix it. I don't think it would work out good on tacos, though. I don't know. Maybe. Never know. Mix it into dipping sauces as a substitute for milk. Blend it with some milk and fruits for a fruit smoothie. It makes a creamy, protein-rich spread for your toast. Don't think so. 
bake it into muffins, cakes, bread, or dinner rolls, and it bakes good. So I can see using it for cooking a lot. Spread it on sandwiches or use it in recipes as a mayo substitute. Mm, don't know about that. It'll, it'll give your eggs an extra creamy texture when you do scrambled eggs. That I would like to try. Uh, use it as a substitute for ricotta cheese in your lasagna, which I do do definitely use that. Uh, cottage cheese can cause digestive problems if you are lactose intolerant. It can also cause allergic reactions in those who are allergic to dairy or milk proteins. But basically, cottage cheese is a, a curd cheese with a mild flavor and smooth texture. It's high in many nutrients, including protein, B vitamins, minerals like calcium, selenium, and phosphorus. If you're looking to lose weight or build muscle, cottage cheese is among the most beneficial foods that you can eat at those times. So take that into consideration. And I think we'll end it there. And tomorrow we'll have our Wellness Wednesday episodes. We'll get back to you with that. Hopefully you'll enjoy I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And we'll get you some more hopeful, hopefully useful information for you in the future. And talk about lots more good comics that we picked up at the Cowabunga Con. And then next week we'll have probably have a bunch of comics that we picked up at the Milwaukee Comic Convention. Where we're going to go see Art Baltazar, which can't wait. Looking forward to that. Meet Art in person for the first time. At least I believe for the first time. I spent a lot of time in Illinois. And he's my age. So who knows. We might have crossed paths in our childhood. Never know. But be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. Kick the shit out of the monster. Uh, check out Crimson Cull Comic Club. Under the Cull. Under the Cull of MS. Rate, review. Tell a friend. Subscribe. Send us questions, comments. If you're out and about on the streets and you see someone set their phone down, quickly grab it and add Under the Call of MS to their podcasting platform. <laughs> no, I don't steal people's phones. But, yeah, be good. We'll be back to you soon. Peace out, everybody.